Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's staff is at Kuf Tess in Ksubis, <clears throat> uh, the final week of Ksubis. Uh, so we're going to start at the bottom of Kuf Chesim Beis, the Mishnah. A man promises money to his son-in-law. Time of the engagement, they make a Kedushin. And of course, the father-in-law is very generous and he promises um, a house and a car and all kinds of stuff. And he went bankrupt. That's what we call that Pshita Saregal today in Hebrew. And Rashi explains, because what is it? What's that Lushna of Pashalasaregal stretched out his leg to him? It's as if he said, Here, that's all I've got. Take take the dirt off my feet. I got nothing. You know, like that's the idea of like, you know, in Yiddish we say, you know, I go look for I I can't, I got nothing. Or it could be like, you know, Pashal Saregal, he says, Listen, hang me up from the tree upside down and see if you could uh, get anything. I got nothing. Squeeze so what happened? Huh? Squeeze blood out of the turnip. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you see over here that uh, this is what happened. The guy promised some money, and then there's nothing there. So what do you do? They're engaged. Says Tanakama, Rosha. Let the girl sit there and and uh, until her her hair turns white. Meaning, tough luck. She's stuck, and the guy doesn't have to marry her. Meaning, they already had kedushin, but he's not going to he's not going to um, Consummate the marriage and and marry her uh, because uh, the father-in-law is not abiding by his by his agreement. And <laughs> she could just sit there. He can go marry somebody else, and she'll be an aguna. That's what the Tanakhaman says. Admon Omer says no. This is the third halacha that we have in the Mavma. The two Mishnais and Amid Beis on Kufches Beis were the first two of Admon. This is the third one of Admon. Remember, he said at the beginning of the, uh, the parak that Hanan said two halachas and. We said Rohani is Admo as Hanan. We had both uh, both those were confirmed. Both those halachas were confirmed by whom? By Rabbi uh, Yochanan Zakai that he says uh, I agree with Hanan. Now we have seven halachas, like seven Mishnais, who bring down halachas of Admo. <clears throat> and yesterday we saw that two of them, Rabbi Gamaliel said Rohani is Debrei Admo, and here's the third one. Admon says, no, Yecholi, she, or the girl could say, what do you mean? She, Yecholi, she could say, had I promised the money, okay, then I understand, make me sit here until my turn. Let, let me be here to Guna. I'll sit here until my hair turns white, meaning, you know, you don't have to marry me. Plus, like my father promised it. What can I do? My father promised the money. I didn't promise the money. Either marry me, Oknos, or marry me, or give me a get. Don't, don't let me stay stuck here. Again, this is the third time, the third halacha that Admas brought down, the two Mishnais on yesterday's Dafam and Beis, and this one, where Muliel says, I agree with Admon. That we're going to, just as a preamble, the next four Mishnayas, they're going to bring down other halachas of Admon. We're going to have one, two more today, plus two more tomorrow. Those halachas of Admon are not confirmed by Muliel. So, Rabbi Yechman Zakai said about the two halachas of Hanan, I agree with Hanan. And that's the psaq. The first three halachas, including this third one that we just learned now, Rangel says, I agree with Admon, meaning <clears throat> Admon says, don't say that you have to, she has to stay as uh, an iguna forever. Either marry me or divorce me. Don't, it's not my fault that my father promised the money. And Rangel agrees with Admon. So the loch is like Admon, let's say, in these cases. The first case is questionable because uh, the Tosas learns the whole case differently yesterday. The first mission is there. But in any case, that's what Muliel says. I agree with Adma. Says the Gemara now. Our mission doesn't go like this, like the following Tana. The Tana we learned in a Brisa 
that the story is slightly differently. There's no machlokis in the case in our Mishnah where the father-in-law promised money, and then he went bankrupt. She could say, listen, my father promised me money. What can I do? Don't, don't blame me for what my father did. So there, even everybody agrees there that there's nothing you could do. Meaning, the Tanakhama also agrees with Admon that she could say, listen, either divorce me or marry me, but it's not my fault. If she promised the money, she promised the money. If she promised the money, she can't fulfill. So he can let her stay in a guna. He can not, not, not commit the nesuin, even though there's kedushin. Admin Omer says no. The Holy Shem she could say, Holy Shem she could say, because for Nisha, no say no lie. I thought my father, I promised money because I thought my father would uh, help me out. No, so now that my father's not giving money to me, what can I do? That's Admon Shita. And on that, I'm bringing real erroneous I agree with Admon. In other words, if the father promised the money, certainly she could say uh, she has a valid argument. Everybody agrees she could say either marry me or divorce me. Don't leave me in a guna. The machlokas is if she promised the money, that the Tanakhama says tough luck. She promised the money, let her stay in a guna. Whereas Admon says no. She thought the father would help her out. Now that she didn't help her out, either divorce or marry, and Lewis says, Look, like Abba. Tana. Okay, so, so that's how the Brysa learns the case, different than our Mishnah, and we paskin like Admon. Tana, this is all by a gdol, an adult girl, but by a young girl, we force. What do we mean we force? It's going on the Brysa, the Brysa that says that the Chacham say, even in that case, in the case where she promised the money. Uh, we force her, uh, we, you know, it's too bad for her, says the Chachamim, says, uh, says this uh, Brysa now, by we force. What do we mean we force? Force who? We force the father to give money. It would make more sense the other way around. Meaning, by goal, if she promised the money and the father didn't, why should we force the father? The father didn't, didn't promise anything. If she's a katana, then we force the father because the katana is not responsible. Right, boy? The adult girl made a condition. She didn't fulfill the condition, so it's her tough luck. But by a katana, then maybe we do force the, the, the father. That would make sense. But you say that's only by a katana, but by a katana, it's different. But by a katana, it's different. We force. What do we force? It would make sense the other way around. If we force the father, not, not what I just said, we force the father makes more sense where the adult girl made a condition. So that's more of a condition. She, she's responsible. Maybe then the father should fulfill his words. But if the katana made a condition, she's eight years old. And she says, I promise my father's money. Why should we force the father to do I mean, She doesn't know what she's doing. She, what she does is not valid. If So if the Lushner of the Brisa was, when is that by a gdola? But by Iktana, we force the father. Why would you force the father if the Iktana made a deal? Her deal doesn't mean anything. Elam Rabba Kofim Abali can get this is what he means. When he said that's Tafka by go by Iktana, we force that if the girl's Iktana, we force him to give a to, to give a get. Because if she promised money and she doesn't know what she's doing, you don't say, well, too bad. Uh, if she promised money and uh, the father's not forthcoming with the money, we force her to stay single the rest of her life. That's ridiculous. If she's a Kana, you can't force her. You, 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 then you, you, uh, you make the, uh, you force the husband to give a get in that case because it's not fair. The husband says, 
you're not giving me money. Why should I marry her? You didn't fulfill your obligation. But if she's a katana, what do you want from him? what do you want from her? You can't rely on her words. If she's a gdola, okay, then you can understand the chachamim shita that they say, well, she made a deal. She didn't come up with the money. Let her stay single the rest of her life, meaning she's stuck. She had kedushin, and there's no nesuin. The guy, the husband, can marry other people when when time and polygamy was okay. And uh, it's her tough luck because she made a deal she can't abide by. But if it's a katana, we force her to give a get. That's even in the Chacham Shita, but according to Adman, Adman says she could say, I thought my father would help out anyway. And when Leo went like, like Adman in all cases. Wherever Leo says, that I agree with Adman, even when he said that on the Brisa, after all, we had the two Mishnahis yesterday on Ahmed Bey's, and we had today the Mishnah and the Brisa. And in the Brisa, um, Adma was talking about even a case where she made the deal, not where the father made the deal. Not that the father promised money, she promised the money. Still, Adman says yes, but she thought that her father would be forthcoming with the money, and he wasn't. Still, we say, give a get or marry her. Don't force her to stay single. Did I say in the Mishnah? Come in and I said, wherever Rabbi says that Allah is like Adman, that Allah is like Adman. Now listen carefully. The two things that Hanan said, the Allah is like the one who follows his view. Remember, we said the first two Mishnahs in this parak. Hanan said his Allahs, right? Yeah, the first Mishnah, the very first Mishnah in the parak that talked about. Guy went overseas and she demanded the Mazonos. Remember, we said, does she have to swear for the Mazonos? Admon said no. And the Chacham or the Bnei Kohanim said she does have to swear, uh, even for the Mazonos, not only for Aksub at the end, if you heard that he died, but even for the Mazonos. There was one Allah that Admon said. Then we had the second Allah that Admon said. What was that that we learned um, at the bottom of uh, Friday's stuff? If a man went overseas and somebody uh, on his own, a good Samaritan uh, s- supported his wife. Uh, does he have to, does the own, does the husband have to pay him or not? There again, Admon said, tough luck. He didn't ask him to do it. It's not a loan. Said those two halachas, halachas like Hanan and like Rabbi Yochum and Zakai, who said that what Hanan said is good. The halacha is like, so we say over here, halacha is like the one who follows him, meaning halacha is like Hanan. Shivadvarm Shamar Admon. But the seven things that Admon said, three of which we've learned now, we've learned the third one today, four more forthcoming. Ain halacha The halacha is not like the one who follows him, who follows him. Now, what do we mean? My kamer, what do you mean like the one who follows him? Ilay machi kamer. This is what you mentioned. The two things that Hanan said, halacha kamosu kiyotsebo, v'shivet varm shomer Admon, ain halacha kamosu lo kiyotsebo. Is that what you mean to say? That the two things that Hanan said, halacha is like Hanan and the one who follows his view. When I say follows his view, we mean Rabbi Yochum ben Zakkai in Hanan, and we mean Rabbi Malil, who follows Admon. Rabbi Malil is one who says in these three last three Mishnayis, I, I, I agree with uh, Admon, Rohan is the Admon. So is that what you mean to say? This is how Rashi learns uh, the, the shot of Kiyotzebo. Tosas learns different, that it's Kiyotzebo, means similar cases, not the one who follows him. Tosas learns the Gemara a little bit differently. Roshimit Ramsha Amar Admon, Enoch Kamoso, below Kiyotzebo, is that what you mean to say that the seven things that Admon said, the Allah is not like him and not the one who follows him? We just had Wherever Mulil says, I agree with Admon, the Allah is like him. So how could you say that the seven things that Admon said, the Allah is not like him, nor like the one who follows his view? 
This is what it means. The two things that Hanan said, the first two Mishnahis in the parak, the Loch is like him and the one who follows his view, Rabbi Yachim Zakai. Shiv, according to Rashi, Shiv Dvarm Sha'amar, we're at the first little wide lines now. Shiv Dvarm Sha'amar, Admon, Enoch Kiyosibo. The seven things that Admon said, the halacha is not like the one who follows his view. Who follows his view? Admon? Rengumlil, we just said, Rengumlil says that. The halacha is not like the one who follows him. Hakamoso halacha, Bakulu. But the halacha is like him in all cases, meaning, Rabbi Gamliel says in the first three Mishnahis that we've just learned, the two yesterday on Amidbeis and the one today, Rabbi Gamliel says, uh, following all three sheets of Admon, Roa and Nias Divri Admon. In the next four Mishnahis that we're going to learn, two of which two of which are in today's daf and two of which are tomorrow, Admon says other halachas, and there Rabbi Gamliel does not say like him. So maybe that's what he means to say. The two things that Hanan said, the halachas like Hanan and the one who went like him. The seven things that Admon said, the halacha is not like the one who followed his view, meaning Rabbi Gamaliel, but ra- who Rabbi Gamaliel said the halacha is like Admon only in three cases, not the other four, but rather the halacha is like Admon in all seven cases. See, Rabbi Gamaliel said, oh, I agree with Admon in three cases. I don't agree with him in the other ones. But the, when, when now what he's saying is the halacha is not like the one who follows his view, who said, that's Rabbi Gamaliel, who says the halacha is like him in three, not the other ones, but rather the halacha is like him in all cases, we just said it a minute ago. Wherever Muliel says, is like him. Omar the halacha is like Admon, only if Muliel said the halacha is like him. But I agree with Muliel, but in the other case, it's not. So, how could you say that you want to say that the halacha is like Hanan and Admon in all the cases of our Mishnahis? Hanan, like Hanan and Rehman Zakai, and the halacha is like. Admon in all seven cases, not like Rimuliel, who said that Allah is like him in three out of the seven, but Allah is like Admon in all cases. But that's not the case because Rabbi Yisrael said, Wherever Rimuliel said Allah is like Admon, then Allah is like Admon. But if he didn't say Allah is like Admon, Allah is not like him. This is what he meant to say. The two Allahs that Allah is like Hanan and like Rabbi Yisrael who went, who followed him, who followed his view and agreed with Hanan. Shivad Varm Shamar Admon, the seven things that Admon said, Yeshmehan Allah Shakamas. There's some of those Allah is like him, Ukiyas, and the one who follows you, the Yeshman Shain Allah Kamoso. And there's some that the Allah is not like him, Ella Kiyotsebo. The Allah is not like him, but rather, if you have the Gears of Ella Kamos like an Agamar, Ella Kiyotsu, I mean, Allah is like Ringam Leo, that one who said the Allah is like Admon in first three cases, not in the last four. So that's what he means to say. Now, there's different gears of Kiyosaba. That goes like with Tosashita, that Kiyosaba does not mean the one who followed his view of Mulil, but rather is referring to similar cases. Where the three cases that we had, two of yesterday and one of today, that the halacha is like Admon, where Mulil said that, the halacha is like Admon. Enough, the other four cases that we're going to have starting in a minute, the next four cases which we're going to have, those halacha is not like Admon. So again, the first two cases, Hanan said it's halacha, and Yachman Zaki said, I agree with him. The halacha is like him. The first three cases of Admon, there's seven cases of Admon, seven Mishnayas. The first three that we learned until now, Admon said his halacha, and Muliel said, I agree with him. Yes, the halacha is like, like Admon in those three cases where Muliel went like him. The other four cases that we're going to have starting now, the next line, starting the fourth Mishnah, where Admon's brought down, the halacha is not like Admon. There, Gamaliel doesn't say, I agree with Admon, and the halacha, therefore, is not like Admon. What are those four cases? So the first two we'll see today, maybe we'll see the other ones also. Ha'omer, ha'omer, ha'asada. 
a man can test a field. Let's understand this case. The way we'll say it, the way Rashi says it. What happened over here? Reuven comes to Shimon and says, you're on my land. You're on my land. Get off. He has, he has proof that land once belonged to him. Uh, but he says, you're on my land now. Shimon says, I bought it from Levi. I bought it from Levi. What do you want from me? I bought it from Levi. Seems to be a pretty good argument here. There's an argument by there, right? He says, yeah, maybe it was once your land. But I brought it from Levi. Okay, so what happens here? When Shimon says, I bought it from Levi, listen to the case carefully again. Ruben says to Shimon, you're on my land. Shimon says, I bought it from Levi. Not only did I buy it from Levi, but you're one of the two Adam who signed on it that I bought it from Levi. When Le he has a star, Shimon has a star that he bought it from Levi. And one of the two witnesses who signed to the deal is Reuben himself. So how could Reuben now come and say, you're on my land? You yourself signed the document that Levi sold it to Shimon. Okay. So who, who has some lay? Admin Omer. Admin says, listen, you know what? You know why I signed? I wanted it to go from Levi, who stole it from me. He stole it from me and he sold stolen property to you. I wanted it to end up in your hands because you're an easy, you're an easy mark. I can get it from you. You're not such a tough guy. I'll fight you and I'll get it. Levy, he's a tough guy. If I start with him, he's got the mafia and all that. I don't want to start with him. Is that a good argument? Admon says it is. Even though, even though Ruvain signed on the document saying that Levy sold it to Shimon. He says, yeah, I signed on it because this guy's a crook. I can't start up with him. I wanted it to go into your hands. I want to get my land back. And I wanted it to go into your hands. That's what Abba says. Abba says, no, even as Chuso. Once Ruvain signed on the document saying that Levy sold it to Shimon, he effectively gave up his claim. Because he said, you know, yeah, he's going to Shimon. He's going to Shimon. Okay, that's the Machlokas here. And here we don't go like, like Admon. This is the fourth case. The fourth of seven cases that Admon said is halacha. Again, they're brought down because the first case is referred to cases that we're dealing with in Ksubas. This isn't really a case of Ksuba, right? Uh, same thing with the second case of Admon. And, uh, well, the third case, Pasuk Mos, is you could say that is sort of like Aksuba, but not all the cases of Admon referring to Aksubas, but it's brought down because these are the seven cases that Admon gave his halacha. And again, Ramalia went like him in the first three, not in the last four, and this is the fourth one here. This is the fourth case. Also, Okay, let's say, so again, Admon says that I haven't lost my claim. If I'm Ruben and I say, Shimon, you're on my land, and Levi sold it to you, even though I saw signed on that document, I signed on it just to get it out of Levi's hands. I wanted to get it to you because you're an easier mark. However, let's say, let's say, also Simon let's say Ruben signed on a different document. Shimon was selling a second field, a neighboring field to somebody else, to let's say Yehuda. He was selling a neighboring field to Yehuda. And he, how did he delineate the field? In those days, you delineated the field. You know, today they have surveys and they need degrees and X, X number of feet from the street and all kinds of things like that. There they delineated by saying you're on Yankel's field. It's borders with Yankel's field and and uh, you know uh, and Schmerl's field and all that kind of stuff. So he said, if if he made a simon, he sold it to a different person, and he marked Shimon sold it to a different person, a different a laboring field. And Shimon says it borders my field, the field in question that Reuben was was contesting. It borders my field, and Reuben signed on that document. Then even Admon agrees that. Reuben has lost his, his claim. Because in the first case, Reuben says, yeah, I want my field to go to you because I can't fight with Levi who stole it from me. So I wanted it to go to you. 
In this case, he was Shimon was selling a different field, a, a neighboring field, and he referred to the the demarcation line, the boundary of the line that he's selling the new field to borders on my field, on this field of Shimon, called Shimon's field. That Ruben's contesting it now. And Ruben signed on that document. There, Ruben has lost his course. That's what the that's what the shot over here is in this. So here, Admon, even Admon's mother, So when a person says, even Admon, who says that, um, uh, or according to Chum, that he's lost his course, Chum say that if if Ruben signed on the document, whether it's the first case or the second case, either way, he's lost his course. That's only if he was a witness on the document. Now, what happens when you have a document, either a, a loan or a bill of sale, Adam sign on it saying that they're, they're signing that the event took place, right? When you say Kedushin, you go to a wedding and they sign, they're signing that the Kedushin took place. That's what they're signing on. When judges confirm a document, they're not signing, they're not agreeing to what took place. They're not witnesses to what took place. All they're judging is that they're saying there's a question, a document comes up, a bill of sale or a loan or some other document, a mortgage of some sort. And it comes to the court and the, the, the litigants are contesting whether it's valid or not. One says it's forged or what it was paid back already. And the other says, no, it's valid. So the first thing Bezin has to do is confirm that it was a valid document, that it's not a forgery. How do they do that? By getting the Adam who signed on it to come and say, yeah, these are our signatures. We signed that. But they're not, the, the judges aren't confirming what took place. So in our mission, when we say that, according to the Chachamim, we pass like the Chachamim in this case, that when moving signed, that Levi sold the field to uh, that Shimon sold uh, that Levi sold the field to Shimon. He wasn't, you know, he was giving up his claim because he said Levi sold the field to Shimon, and he signed on. He can't say I was just trying to get into your hands like Admon says, but rather he gave up his claim. That's only if he signed on it as a witness. But if he was a judge who who in front of the in the in the judge's court this document was confirmed, that doesn't mean that he gave up on his claim. In other words, if one of the judges, if Reuben was one of the judges. And he confirmed the star. That's not, he's not giving up his claim because he doesn't even know what's written in the document. When a judge confirms a, uh, when judges, court of three, confirm a document, they're not reading the document and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, this took place. All they're saying is, is that eight, this document came to us. Adam came in front of us and confirmed these are the signatures. So it's a, con it's a confirmed document. But they're not, they're not confirming what took place, they're not witnesses. So the Marsa He didn't lost the Swiss. If Ruvain, who claims the field now from Shimon, remember saying that Levi stole it from him, he didn't sign on the document of, on the bill of sale. He signed on the confirmation in court. Then he hasn't lost the Swiss. Adam only signed a star unless they read it and they know what they're signing. You know, they tell you, can you just sign over here? I'd like to read what I what I'm signing to, because you're responsible. If you're signing as a witness, you're responsible for what's written in the document. It says, we saw this take place. Yeah, you have to confirm that it took place. At the top of the days, Dayanim could sign even though they didn't, even though they didn't read it, because they're not signing to what took place. They're not confirming to what the star says took place, the loan or the sale. All they're saying is, is that the document was confirmed as a valid document because the Adam. Who were signed on it say, yes, yeah, these are our signatures. So it's a valid document. We can't, we don't know what took place. All we're saying is that the document is not a forgery. So if so if Reuven was one of the judges, in that case, he hasn't lost his claim, even though the document says that Shimon sold the field to Levi. And Reuven says, No, it's my field. Levi stole it from me. 
The judge hasn't lost his claim to it because he could say, I was, I didn't read what was in the document. I didn't sign. I didn't attest to the sale taking place. In the last case, we said that even Admon agrees that if Shimon sold a neighboring field to somebody else and Ruben signed on that document and he, 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 he delineated the, uh, the boundary of the field by his own field, Shimon's field, and Ruben signed on that, then Ruben actually admits it. If he sold it to a third person like Yehuda or Shmerel, but let's say he sold it to Reuven. Let's say, remember, Reuven is contesting Shimon's field. Shimon's selling a neighboring field. If he's selling the neighboring field to Reuven and he says, you know which field I'm selling to you? The one that borders on my field. And Reuven didn't protest because Reuven says really that's his field. The first field is also his. There, Avalatzmo, lo ibed is he hasn't lost his chus. Why hasn't he lost his chus? Hasn't he admitted that the field, that the neighboring, the first field is Shimon's? Lo, the Amar, e lo da Abdullah, had I not agreed to that wording in the document, right? Like, you know, you hear all these documents or uh, they're making a deal with Lebanon on the gas and what, what wording was, was put in, was it not put in? Do they agree to that this is the international boundary or not? They're taking words in a document make are important. When you sign a document, so that's why you have lawyers to check everything, right? So he says, so he says, look, he said, and the Mishnah said that if Shimon, Shimon has a field, Reuben's contesting that field. Shimon sold the field, sold a neighboring field to somebody else. And Reuben signed on that other document. And in that document, it says that what's this other field, this neighboring field, it borders on Shimon's field. Why would Reuben sign on that? Why would Reuben sign on that, on that document? If he signed on that, that means he's admitting that Shimon's field is really Shimon's and it's not Reuben's, so he can't contest. However, if the neighboring field he sold was to Reuben himself, Reuben is, signing, is buying a field from Shimon, and Shimon says, you know what the neighboring field borders on? My field, Shimon's field. If Reuben, but Reuben doesn't agree that that's Shimon's field, he agreed, he says that's Reuben's. It's still okay, he hasn't, Reuben hasn't lost his claim. Why? At least according to Admon, right? Had I not agreed to sign, even though Shimon is demarcating the second field as bordering on Shimon's field, and I didn't he wouldn't have sold it to me. I, I'm, I'm trying to buy the neighboring field, and I'm still going to contest the original field. But why did I allow in the neighboring field to be demarcated as neighboring on Shimon's field, even though I don't agree that's Shimon's field? Had I not agreed to it, he wouldn't have sold me the neighboring field. I didn't want to start up with him at that point. Maestro, man, what do you want to say? I should have told the witnesses, you know what, even though I'm signing that my, the new field is bordering on Shimon's field, I don't agree at Shimon's field. It's really my field. Had I said that, the word would have gotten back to Shimon that, I'm protesting, and he wouldn't have sold him field. Your friend is a friend, and your friend's friend has a friend, right? Your friend is a friend, and his friend has another friend, and would have gotten back to him, and he wouldn't have sold me the field. Right? So therefore, and that seems to be the aloha. So even though we said we said that Admon and, and the Ham agree in the original claim, right? The original case where Shimon bought a field from Levi, and Reuben is contesting it, and he's saying that it's really mine, but uh, even though I signed on the document, I wanted to get it to your hands. But if he made a simon for somebody else, then he's lost his chus. And that's according to everybody, even according to Admon, if he made it as a simon for us. But if he made it a simon for himself, if, if himself was being, if Ruben himself was buying the neighboring field and Shimon says, 
you're bordering Shimon's, the new field that you're buying is bordering Shimon's field, even though Reuben doesn't agree to it, that's okay. Reuben can still contest it because he only signed on it so that Shimon should sell him the neighboring field, but he's still going to make his claim on the first field. That's a valid claim. How would Case was like that, <clears throat> where a man made a sim, Reuben, let's say, signed on a field that Shimon was selling to somebody else, so on a neighboring field, and um, Reuben still want to make a claim on the original field, even though the new field was considered to, in the document, was considered bordering on Shimon's field, and Reuben signed on that. And now Reuben protested, he contested the original field, and then he died. He died. They set up a guardian, the court set up a guardian for the uh, Yorshim, for the kids. Also, Petrufa came for a buyer. Omerlea, buyer said, listen, said that if Reuven signed on a field, again, Reuven is protesting Shimon's field, but he didn't, he, he didn't come to him and just say, Stam, oh, you know, the field that you bought uh, from Levi was mine, and I signed on that document to get it into your hands. No. Here we're talking about where the second case, where Shimon sold a neighboring field to somebody else, somebody else, and he said this new field, the neighboring field borders on my field, and Reuben signed on that document. Reuben was just an aide over here. Why did Reuben sign that document? He lost his chutz, and that's what happened over here too. The man, Reuben signed on the field, then Reuben died, and they set up a guardian. The guardian came before Abaye to make a claim on behalf of the Orshim that Shimon's field really belongs to Reuben's family. And he said, the, so Abai quoted the Mishnah, Omer, so said the guardian, had the father been here, had he been alive, you know what he would claim? He would have said, when I agree, when I signed on the document and I said that the second field, the new field, that Shimon is selling to Yehuda, Shimon is selling Yehuda, and, and in the document it says that this new field borders on Shimon's land, borders on Shimon's land, but not the whole field, He's got one furrow over there. It borders. He's got one furrow that borders on his furrow, so to speak, uh, just on a little strip, not on the whole field. He would. That's what he would have argued. I'm like shopper coming. You got a good point. If a guy would have said, "Listen, yeah, I I did agree that that was that it borders on your land, but how much land? How much land? Not the whole field. Only on one furrow." Then when he's believed, Okay, you're right. Guardians, you're right, and that's a good argument. But you have to give, you have to allow Shimon. And again, now we're talking about where this claim that it's his field. What, what's the claim over here? Shimon's on the field. Ruben's family, Ruben originally claimed before he died that it was his field. And he had proof of that. He showed that it was originally his field, but it was stolen from him. Right? So he said, okay, you're right. You have a valid claim, it was yours originally. But you admit, since you wrote in the document, you signed on the document that this new field borders on Shimon's field. So you agree that he's got at least something there. He's at least got a strip. So give him that strip. Okay. On that strip, the story happened. On that strip, that was a very valuable strip. It had a whole row of good saplings, of good trees. And he didn't want to give that up. So the guardian further said, if the father would have been alive, if the father would have been alive now, he would have, he would have made the following claim. This is what he would have argued. You're right. I originally agreed that this was that this uh, second field bordered on Shimon's land. And I've told you it was one, it was only one strip. But after that, after, after he bought it from me, I bought it back from him. Yeah, it was his field. I agree it was his, it was his, but I bought back that strip. 
So Abai said, you're right about that too. If I, if I say now that I went back and I bought that strip, then he's believed. I'm going to buy it. Now, why is he believed? Why is he believed? The guy just says, I bought it from him. Because Rashi explains it's Peshas or Peshahitta. Because what happened over here? How do you know it's Shimon's field? Ruvain had proof that this field originally belonged to him. He had aid him to that. That's what we're speaking about. He, Ruben originally said, you know, this field that Shimon's claiming originally belonged to me. Originally belonged to me. Why does he have a claim now that it's his? That he bought it from Levi, who stole it from Ruben? Why is that a claim? Because Ruben signed on a document that said that this, the, this new field, the second field that he sold, that Shimon sold Yuda, is neighboring on Shimon's field. So it's like Yehuda's own, it's, it's like Ruben's own admission. Ruben, Ruben has proof that the field originally belonged to him. But he admitted that it's Shimon's now, right? Peshasa, Peshasa, Peshiter. It was only, it's only my admission because I signed on another document which referred to your feet, which referred to this new document as bordering the new field, as bordering on, on Shimon's field. So it was only my admission that allowed you to keep it. Yeah. But I also, my, I, I admitted that it was his field for a while, but I bought it back from him. So it's Peshasa, Peshiter. So that's what the old guardian claimed. Amr Abai Abai said, Hi man, the Mukam up the trupa. If you set up a guardian, nukum kihai. Get a guardian like this guy. The Yoda who knows how to argue in the favor of the Asamim. He's a good, this is a good guardian. He knows how to argue. Get a get a get a uh, guardian like this. Meaning the way our Mishnah reads, yeah, our Mishnah says if you made a simon, if Ruben made a simon for somebody else, Shimon sold the neighboring field to Yehuda. And Ruben signed on that document saying that it was, uh, you know, it was neighboring on Shimon's field. He admitted that it's Shimon's field. Then he's lost his chus. However, if he says, I only admitted to one strip or I bought back that strip, that's a good argument. Misha says the Mishnah. This is now, we're up to the fifth case of Admon. We had the first two on Ahmed Beis yesterday. Then we had two, uh, we had the, the, the third one was really today's Mishnah, right? The top of the page, the bottom, last line of, then we have the fourth one on Amad Alf now, if you contested a field. Now we have another case of, uh, of Admon. This would be number five. Remember, in number four, five, six, and seven, Ramulio did not say that Allah is like him, only in the first three. Mishal Nilsim, man were overseas, man had a field, and he went and he had access to his field. It was it was bordered by other fields, but he had access. He had an access. He had a uh, what we call in English an easement. We used to call that an easement or or some sort of a sidewalk that allowed him to go into his field. He had this path, but he went overseas. And you know what happens over a period of time? The field, the 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 path that he had got obliterated. People walked on it. The other owners, nobody it wasn't used. If you don't use it, other people take it over. That's what happens, right? So here's a man went overseas. The Ibn saying he lost the the path that led to his field. He lost it because other people live around there now. Adman says, take the shortest route. Even though other people have fields around your field, but uh, take the shortest one, whichever is the shortest route. You have to, you know, don't take the long route, take the short route that belongs to you. But Chomam say, no, you can go there from Ayamana. Who are you going to take it from? Other people have fields around your field. Who are you going to say, I want, which one are you going to go to to say, uh, you know, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, you're going to go to them and say, Reuben, give me your from now. Shimon, Reuben, say no. If you had a path, it was in Shimon's. Shimon's going to say, go to Levi, go to Yehuda, go to somebody else. So either buy, buy a right back, a, the right to your path, you should buy back for, a, you know, for $10,000 or, or take a helicopter, fly there yourself. In other words, 
you have no access to your field. Your field is blocked by other fields and you don't know where your path is. So you have no choice, uh, either buy it back for whatever they demand or uh, take, a, take a helicopter to get there. That's the machlokas here. And again, the chachamim are, are the halachas, like the chachamim. My time Rabban, what's the reason why the Rabbanan say that? Shapa Kamabim, why can't Abim say, I'll take the shortest route? Why not take the shortest one? It wasn't surrounded by one person. One, one person didn't have all four. Let's say there were four fields or five fields bordering on, on his field that surrounded it. If it was one person who owned all of them, so you could argue, listen, wherever it is, I had a path on your field somewhere. Give me a path, whatever path you want, the shortest one, the longest one, give me a path. If it was one person, yes. But here it's speaking about where four different people owned it. Let's say four, four people owned, owned fields on the four sides. So each one could say, go to the other guy. What do you want from me? How do you know your field? How do you know their, your path was on my field? So what's Admon's reason? Why does Admon say, take the shortest one? What is Admon's reason? If four people are here and they bought it from four different people, four people own it now. And they, those that they in turn bought it from four different people or they had it forever or or there was originally one guy who owned all the fields around your field, but he sold it to four different people. But you're going, you're, you're, what you're, you're going now to fight or to argue against four people because you say I have a, I have a path in my field here somewhere on you four guys. You're, you're, you use four guys. Use four guys. One of you has a path. Give me a path amongst amongst you. Everybody agrees with the chacham. Even Admon agrees. That each one could say, listen, don't come to me, go to the other guy. How do you know your path was on my field, right? Because there are four different owners. Keep pleading, where's the argument? Originally, it belonged to four different people. Listen carefully. Originally, it belonged to four different people. If it belonged all to one guy, so if, if all the fields surrounding this guy's field who went overseas belonged to one guy, so you could say, listen, give me a path. I had a path on your land. Give it to me somewhere. I don't care where. Everybody agrees with that, too. And if he agrees to, if the four people who own it came because of four people or that, uh, or they bought it from one guy, again, each, each of the four could say, go to the other guy. Here we're speaking about, one guy owns all four fields now. One guy owns it, but he bought it from four different people. Bought it from people. The fact is, you own all the fields around my field. I definitely had a path in your field. That's how I used to get to my field. You have to give me a path. Rabban, sorry, Rabban, say no. Ishakas, shakas. If you're quiet, if you're quiet and don't make a fuss, you know, I'll give it to you for a reasonable price. You know, I'm not going to demand ten thousand dollars. I'll give you for a reasonable price. Elo, if you want to, if you were demanded for free, if you want to demand it for free, I will give, I will give all the fields back to the people that I bought it from, claiming, listen, you didn't. It was a mekach toos. You know, you sold me a field that had somebody else's path on it. You won't be able to argue with them because if you have to go to four different people, right? You don't know where your path was. It was on the field of one of these four. Each one will say it was on the other guys. So that's a chacham shita. So that's the and we go like a chacham. Pardon? To whom is the path? Who owns the path? Okay, he had he had, let's say he owns the path. He owned the path. He, he owned it, and he just had permission. To uh, no, he had. Let's say he owned it. Let's say he owned it. He doesn't know where the path is now. He doesn't know where the path is. It was obliterated. It was a small path, and there were fields all around. He doesn't know. If four people own it now, the four the four fields around his, each one can say, what are you coming to me for? Go to the other guy. Right? And if one guy owns all the fields, he could say, 
definitely was in your land. Give me, a, give me a path. I definitely had a path in Europe. But here it's speaking about where one guy bought it from four different people, four different people. Admon says, okay, but it's Lamaisa. My path was somewhere in your territory. Give me a path. The Chum say, listen, you want to pay me a reasonable price? Pay me. If you don't want to, I'm going to give all the all four fields back to four different guys, and then you'll have no argument against. You won't be able to get it at all. That's the sheet of the Chacham. A story. A man said on his dying bed, he said, you know, the boys are going to inherit everything, uh, but I want to give one, one tree I'm giving to my daughter. One tree I'm giving to my daughter. Okay. Also, he asked me, Paul, now, so the Soman went, and the let's say there were four brothers or five brothers, five boys. They divided up all the assets. They didn't give her a tree. But she's entitled to a tree somewhere. Sir Yosef wanted to say, that's the same as our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? That, uh, you know, it's too bad for her. What, like the case of the guy who had the path. He doesn't know where his path is. She doesn't know where her tree is, right? The, fa the father had said, I'm giving you a tree. The boys went and took all the fields. The tree was some, there was a tree, let's say, on some of the fields. But they divided up and they didn't give her a tree. When she wanted to go to the tree, they said, go to the other brother. He's got a tree in his field. That's what Yosef wanted to say. Amalei Abai said, no, it's not the same. In the case of our Mishnah, where the four fields surrounded this guy's field, you could say, how do you know that the field was, uh, that the path was on my field? Maybe it was on the other field. But over here, the tree definitely is by these boys. When the father gave the, on his deathbed, said, I want the tree to go to my daughter, it was, it was in his, all his territory. And, they, and she had the rights to it. My tikantai, what should you do? So how do you fix that now? In other words, at the time of the tzavah, when he said that, all the chasm were on one field, right? It all belonged to the father. The father said, give her a tree. He didn't say which one. In other words, in the case of the path, the path was really on one of the four fields that surrounded him. You don't know which one. Each one could say it was the other one. But in the case of the tree, where the father gave a tree to his daughter, it was definitely in the in the area, in the whole estate. It was somewhere on the estate. And therefore, all of them who split in the estate had an obligation to give her the tree. So what's this? What's the solution? He didn't identify. He said, give her a tree. Give her a tree. What's the takar? But give her a tree there. Give her a tree in my estate. But she's entitled to a tree from the estate. And the estate belonged to all of them eventually. Okay, so he said, no, give her a tree. Let's say he didn't say, he said, give her a tree. He didn't say necessarily which tree. He said, give her a tree. Dick of the brush. He didn't say which tree. If he said which tree, then you would have known. This, it's tree number eight. He gave that to her. There wouldn't have been any argument over here. He said, give her a tree. But when he said, give her a tree, a tree from the estate, and the estate goes to all of them. So they all had an obligation to give it to her. In the case of four fields owned by four different people, so each one could say, how do you know your path was in my field? Maybe the path was in the other guy's field. But in the case of the tree, she could, they can't say, how do you know the tree is in my, in, in my land that I took from, from the father, from when we split up the estate? The tree was in the, in the estate, and the estate, uh, everybody, all the sons had an obligation to give her a tree from the estate. So what's the solution? Matika, how do you fix it? Let's relate Dikla, let her give her a tree, but let her look for the Raisha. Then split it up. First, give her a tree as the father wished, Mitzvahim Divri MS. You have to agree with what he said, and he and he maybe he gave it to her even before he died, even if it's not Mitzvahim Divri MS. Give her the tree and then split it up. That's the solution. Another story of Dikla Lebrus. A man said, giving a tree to my daughter, Shachavi died. 
Veshavik tray palge didikla. And he left over two half trees. What does it mean two half trees? He had a he had a partnership in two different trees with uh, Yankel. The father owned two trees together with Yankel. Yes, Ravashi, Nikar Inchil tray palge dikla This called that a tree. In other words, the other he had many other trees. The Asomim wanted to give her those two half trees. The man owned a hundred trees, and then he owned two half trees, meaning he owned them in partnership with somebody else. The Asomim didn't want to deal with their partners. Is, you know, you don't deal with partners. So they wanted to give her the two half trees, the, the share in the other trees that the father owned with the partner. So that's what he wanted to say. So Yavashti was the people call, when the father said, I want to give her a tree, did he mean only a whole tree or did he mean two half trees that he had? Although, or not, the, when he sees a tree, tree doesn't mean two half trees. This is what he said, people do call two half trees a tree. In other words, might say, I want to give her a tree that I own. He owns two half trees, that's also a tree. And therefore the Yisomim could get away with giving her the two half trees because that's also a tree. You go by the Lashon. A man, listen to this. Ruvain says to Shimon, here, here's a, you owe me hundred dollars, right? It's got a star, I owe you, you owe me hundred dollars. And now listen to this late. So Shimon who owes Ruvain hundred dollars says, wait a minute, I got another document. I, I paid you that back. I paid you that back because I have another document that says that you sold me a field for hundred dollars. Listen to this. Ruben is owed hundred dollars by Shimon and Shimon has a, fee, has a document which says that he bought a field for hundred dollars from Ruben subsequent to that. Abman says, so, and, and Shimon is denying that he owes hundred dollars. He says, listen, had I owed you the hundred dollars, why would you have sold me a field for hundred dollars? When I gave you the hundred dollars for the field, you would have just kept that as the money that I owe you, right? I deny that I owe you the money. Either it was either it was a forged document. This I owe you was either forged or I paid you back already, whatever his argument was. Had I owed you the money, why would you have sold me a field for $100? You gave me the field. Why would you have sold me a field for $100? If I owed you $100, right? And you come and I want to buy your field for $100, you would take the $100 as the payment for the IOU and say goodbye. I'm not giving you a field. You should have been when you sold him in the field, you should have taken your hundred dollars back. This is a Sasada. no, he was a smart guy. You know why he told that? Because I know it's going to be hard collecting from you the hundred dollars. Ruben could say, I knew it was going to be hard collecting the hundred dollars. So I sold you a field and got the hundred dollars that way. Got the hundred dollars that way because giving the field. And now I can come and claim back the hundred dollars when I want to collect my money. I could take the field back because I have something to go against. What if, if I would just tell you, if I would just tell you, give me the hundred dollars, you would say, I don't have it handy. I don't have any cash. You can't find it. You can't get anything. But by giving you a field, by selling you a field and you paid for the field, okay, so you have the field. But now when I want to collect my loan, I have what to go against because I have a field. My time at Rabbanan, Shopper Kamab did not even say good. Had I owed you the money, you would have, you would have taken the money. You're right. I wouldn't be right in a place where people first pay the money for the field and then they write the star. So he could have said, so, so Shimon could say, listen, if I owe you the money, when I gave you the money for the field, you should have just kept that hundred dollars, right? If somebody says, right, a guy, you owe me, you owe me a hundred dollars and I'm trying to collect. And, and I say, I'll sell you a field for us. When you give me that house, I say, oh, that's for the loan. I first, I, that's my cash. That's my money. I would have said that if you normally write uh, pay first. 
Right? You should have taken your money back to had, had this really been an IOU, you should it, it's been valid, you should have taken your money back when you sold me the field. He plead you where the argument is, but Ashra the cost of Shtara, where they first write a star of a hundred yards. First, they write out the bill of sale. That's what people need to do. They write out the bill of sale, they write the contract, and then he gives the money. The guy who is writing, and the guys, he should have said, Listen, I'm only Announcing, I should have told the told the uh, I should have told the uh, Adam who signed her. In other words, he could have said Then, if if you pay the money cash first, yes, then he should have he should have taken the money. But in another place, if the father, what Adam is saying is, is the the owner. The, the guy who's uh, selling the field now, but right? Ruben sold Shimon the field, uh, Shimon sold the field, he should have said the witnesses, I'm only selling it to him, so I should be able to have something to collect from, right? He should have told them, I'm only selling it to him for that reason. And since he didn't, since he didn't say that, uh, Shimon could say, no, since you didn't uh, take the money back, uh, you know, when you wrote the document, uh, the money was for the IOU, you sold me the field, and your IOU is invalid. Rabban Sabi, Rabban say, no, the owner would be afraid to say that. The owner would be afraid to say that because the Adam will tell somebody else, the other guy will find out. And in other words, when Shimon, Reuben is afraid he won't be able to collect $100, right? So he says, you know what? I'll sell you a field for $100. You give me the $100 now, and now I'll collect the IOU later on. So Adman says, if that would be a valid argument, he should have told somebody, I'm only selling it to him to have what to collect from. But Rabbanan say, no, you're afraid to say that because the guy will find out about it and he won't give him the $100. Ruben's trying to get his $100 back from Shimon, right? So he says, I'll sell you a field. And then he gets the $100 for the field, right? He gets the $100 for the field. And then when he wants to collect the IOU, he can go back and claim, claim the field. And therefore the Chum say, that's a valid, uh, that's a valid, yeah, it's a smart guy. Ruben was was smart. He's a pikeach, and therefore uh, Shimon's claim. What's Shimon claim that you know I don't owe you the IOU that's either forged or that I paid you back because otherwise you wouldn't have sold me the field when I gave you the hundred dollars. You wouldn't have sold when when you wrote the deal. If you if the money is first, then for sure it's Avon's right. If the money is getting made before they sign the star, then as soon as you give him the hundred dollars, you should have said, yeah, that's the IOU. I'm not giving you any field. But if they write the field, the bill of sale first for the for the shnar, that's the argument. Admon says, Admon says, you know, if, if that was your argument that you're only selling it to give me what to claim that, that I that I should have what to claim from, he should have told the witnesses. Rabban say no, he told the witnesses they'll find out about it. And therefore, Reuben has a good argument, and um, and he and the IOU is valid. He can collect he can collect the field uh, based on that IOU. All right, we'll pick up this mission tomorrow. This is a similar thing. This is going to be which one? The sixth case, right? It's going to be the sixth case of Admon or the seventh case. We're up to the seventh case right here. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. And that's going to be the seventh case. The seventh case where each guy has an IOU and the other guy. What do you do in that case? Uh, yeah.